All right, y'all. Top five power forwards heading to 2022, 2023. Um, number one might be pretty obvious. Should be unanimous. No debate on this one. Uh, <laughs> no this this player has a strong case to be made that he's actually the best player in the world, let alone the best power forward in the world. Um, that player is Giannis. All right, Giannis, number one top power forward. It doesn't need too much of a deep analysis. It's Giannis, and then there's everyone else. Um, that could change, maybe, you know, by the end of this year. But as of right now, yeah, nah. It's it's one thousand percent Giannis. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna probably change <laughs> unless he, you know, does it play. Well, or I mean, like yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Still give players even their hurt the benefit of doubt because that's what I'm doing. My number two. So, so. Uh, so to be clear, you have Giannis at number one. Of course, yeah, of course. All right. we, we, yeah. we gotta make sure it's set. We gotta make sure it's yeah, yeah. Giannis number one. I mean, like you said, yes. it's, it's nothing really to, to yeah. break down. Or <laughs> if you're arguably the best player in the world, I don't think we have yeah. to question if you're number one in your position. Yeah. So, so yeah. all right, um, number one, I got Giannis. Who, who do you have at number two? Anthony Anthony Devitt. <laughs> I can't even get the word out. Wait, 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 you want Anthony Edwards at number two? <laughs> no, you know how I feel about Anthony's. Crazy. Right, Anthony Anthony Davis. I still think Anthony Davis went healthy other than Giannis Antetokounmpo is the second best power forward in the game. I think Anthony Edwards, Anthony, I keep saying Edwards, Jesus Bro, you Christ. you Anthony Edwards, my goodness. I know, it's, it's crazy. Um, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. Anthony, Anthony Davis, I still feel like Anthony Davis is still arguably one of the, the top five most talented players in the league, but it's just kind of like he just needs to stay on the court. I mean, we know what he's about. He can score a variety of ways. He can defend. Great two-way player. And once again, when he's healthy, it's not too many players that most people are taking over Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis, to me, coming at number two, I think it's only right. I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt. I know he didn't really play that much last year, but when he's on and when he's right and when he's you know mentally engaged all the time as well, because sometimes he checks out during the regular season sometimes, just like some other superstars. But when he's on, he's on. So... Anthony Davis, number two. Yeah, I think I think this one also is pretty obvious. Number two, I think this also shouldn't be a, a debate as to who you have at number two. Um, injuries aside, it's it's clear as day. Yeah. You know, Anthony Davis is one of his, you know you can argue he's probably one of the most skilled slash talented players in the league. I know people have their yeah. opinions about you know work ethic and injury history and all that. Well, now at, technically he's still an NBA champion. Let's make that very clear. And on top of that, there aren't too many big men um, that you would probably take over a healthy. Anthony Davis, and obviously with the time yeah. off, hopefully that's done him some 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 good. And I think um, he's probably the Laker that has the most to prove this season, um, including Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, I, so, I think so because that's the case. You know, I, I have met too. Now I think regardless of what happens with Russell Westbrook in the Los Angeles Lakers, I know what LeBron's going to do, but it's not really on LeBron. LeBron is entering year twenty. It's on Anthony Davis. Like the Lakers going to be a either a playing team or a championship contender, it all depends on Anthony Davis because, like, he has to be the guy. He's in his prime. You know, LeBron James won him for a reason. Last time we saw him in a real, like, healthy situation, he arguably looked like the best player in the world during the 2020 playoffs. I say it all the time. Even though LeBron James won the NBA Finals MVP, Anthony, da Anthony Davis, like, his impact on both sides on the court throughout that entire playoffs was extremely special. So I feel like the Lakers season is going to depend on Anthony Davis. And like you said, this really shouldn't be 
too much of a question. I, I still think it's Giannis one for the power forward position and Anthony Davis. Number three for me is Zion Williamson. I think Zion, it's crazy. It's the second time I'm about to talk about health. When healthy, Zion, you can piss him in. Like 25 and 10, damn near. Like that's what he is. He's a, a double-double machine. Like he can score inside the at the first level in the basketball court. And it's just kind of like, hopefully this time off, he's got the chance to improve on his skill set. I always say, I feel like he should start his skill set journey early on his career and not wait till later. Like we saw extremely athletic players, then they wait to the wait to kind of like start their skill set journey. I think like Zion Williamson should start that early on in his career and not wait like a Blake Griffin did when the athleticism started to deteriorate. Then he was like, oh, Blake Griffin is like really, really skilled. He like he worked on his game. Like I hope Zion Williamson is doing that now. But to me, Zion Williamson at number three. Same here. It's unfortunate that we agree. But I mean, I think the power forwards one is kind of lame. Just I mean, you you would think the center one, the the one for the center, is like oh damn okay. But the power forward one is because it's like it's so obvious. And the, and the situation like all right, well, literally one, two, and three are clear cut. Like there's no there's no other name that I feel like should be one thousand percent over them or even mention the same conversation. But I'm going with Zion as well. Um, again, same situation as Anthony Davis. If he can remain healthy, um, Zion yeah. is one of, you know, a, a great young talent as well. Um, now, again, we, we talk so often, but I think the next step for him is winning and playing. I guess you reverse that order, but playing and winning. Um, yeah. The talent is there, even though, you know, we've kind of seen a small, somewhat sample size, relatively speaking, but at the same time, you know, when he's on the court, me, he's there. Yeah. But that's just the, the the question mark, if you will, is can he do this consistently? Which, again, I think he can. Uh, anytime, you know, you already have CJ and BI on the team. You now added, I'm an all-star kind of guy in Zion. Yeah. Um, things get pretty crazy in New Orleans. Um, yeah, but, yeah, to awful. me, it's, it, yeah. But yeah, that, that's the perfect word for it. You know, it's like um, bigs have a, a tough time guarding him because he's so quick. And obviously, smaller guys have a tough time guarding him because of his strength. So when you combine those two things, like, well, damn, who you know, is expected to guard him on a night-to-night basis. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I got Zion I hope, three. I hope Zion Wilson gets back to like his defensive capabilities, like what we saw when he was in college. That's what I'm eager to see because I know the offense is going to be there. He's a paint bully. Like he's unstoppable at the first level in the basketball court. Like you said, like bigger defenders have a hard time staying in front, smaller defenders, and like he's going to bully him to the paint and on the low block. Yeah. This is kind of like his defense. Like hopefully we can see some chase down blocks, you know, some like, maybe a better, you know, effort on the perimeter side of the ball when we talk about defense from Zion Williamson. I don't feel like he's going to be a super great perimeter defender, but, like, he's capable. Like, he should be because, like you said, he's he's 6'6". I know he got a lot of weight on him, but it's just like he should be able to guard on the perimeter. Like, hopefully he's worked on some of that part of his game, not just the offense. Because we always talk about the offensive side when we talk about skill set and, like, improving your skill set. But you can improve your skill set on the defensive side as well. So, Zion Williamson, number three. And the Pelicans are definitely going to need it. I mean, they don't have yeah. too many, um, like, defenders. I know so often we talk about the offensive firepower that they have, which is there, but, like, it's not too many yeah, they got, guys I mean, they that got, are known, that are truly, truly yeah. known for defense. They got Jones. They got... But I'm Jose, saying, though, it's not like Brandon it's, like Ingram, it's yeah. you know... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they're, like, like their top guys aren't really, like, you know, two-way, yeah. or at least known for being yeah, two-way. I mean, ain't just, like the just, Clippers. Just really, yeah, just really like Brandon Ingram. Like when you talk about like offensively and defensively, it's like okay, he can get you. He can get you twenty five on the offense, and he also yeah. can guard 
probably Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Jason yeah. Tatum at times. Like, and even I, can, I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, and even like the Celtics, right? We talking about Jalen and Jason. Like, you got Jason two guys Tatum, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's so two way. Nice, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, so if they're gonna win, obviously, again, we know what him Bic they can do offensively, but scoring wise, yeah. Um, he, yeah, he has a lot of. He, were you? That's that's perfect as you said that because like he acts. I don't really acts when we talk about potential. Like defensively, like he's strong enough to stay with some bigs. He's super athletic to like block shots and rim protect at times. It's just like he should like call up Draymond and be like, yo, Dre, let's get in the lab and like let's help me out with some, you know, my defensive IQ, right. my yeah. defensive part of my game. Cause he he's capable. If Draymond's capable, and Zion's probably stronger than Draymond, and probably, I want to say quicker as well. So it's just like, hey, that is I would you know, love to yeah. see that. Right. You and me both. You you mentioned Draymond obviously, you know, being a uh, he's another power forward that can be talked about. Yeah. Um, quick question for you, though, before I say my next player. Um, what position are we saying Ben Simmons is? Wow. Probably. It's one of, yeah, I mean, it's really a point guard, I mean, but. All right. Let go. Hey, I'm asking this because yeah, no, I'm saying that's a you know they list them. What do they list them about? Always because you know he's really a forward. He's really say, he's six ten. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, he's really a a, a, um, a forward. Um, all right, well, so all right, so yeah, I'm not mad at it. Uh, you can say you can say. Uh, 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 what you gonna say? Yeah, it's tough. Would you? So I'm not gonna say say that Ben Simmons is a power forward, but I will say that. He's, a, yeah. he's better than the players that I'm getting, or I would you know, prefer him over the players that I'm getting ready to say. Either way, if, he, if we're not listening to him as a power forward, that's fine. Um, this one goes to our friends up north. Shout out to Toronto. Um, I'm going to go Pascal Siakam. Uh, go. You know, I think, you know, those comparisons that happened before with the, you know, Tatum and um, Paul George and things like that. I think we also have to remember, though, that Pascal is still... You know, an NBA champion. I do like what the Raptors um, are doing. They got a lot of guys yep. that um, we talk about two way. That's another team like that. Um, but yeah, I have Pascal. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Toronto does as a whole this season. But um, I like Pascal. I think if he can, you know, can, can continue to improve on his shooting and things like that, I think he'll um, continue to be, um, do some great things in this league. But I got Pascal at four. I thought about another player. Another champion right there, but I'm gonna go with Pascal at four. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Carl Anthony Towns. I think I thought about that, but I, I kind of I I have him as a center, but just just because he's playing with Rudy Gobert. I mean, but his natural position—he's yeah, yeah, really a stretch stretch four. Really, I know he's been playing a center position, but he's 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 really and truly an, uh, a stretch four. But if you don't want me to say it, if you want to, no, no, I mean, hey, it's your list. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't gotta have the same. You know what I'm saying? No, so if you, yeah, got, I mean, if go, you got Cat, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Cat. Because um, even though, like he said, like he he plays the center position, I think he's going to be in his true natural position, which is a four. Like we know that he's arguably, you know, one of the greatest big man shooters this game has ever seen. If you consider a center, probably the greatest big man center of all time. But like just for like bigs in general, it's not too many bigs that can shoot the pill the way Carl Anthony Towns does. I mean, he had a 60-point performance in the regular season for a reason. Like he's talented, he's skilled. I think he's going to probably take a step back this year, which is gonna gonna allow Anthony Edwards to kind of like say, "Yo, this is your team now," and I think that's gonna be better for him because it, it does allow him to have so much pressure and expectations on his shoulders. I think he's more naturally 
better at being probably a number two option on a championship caliber team than being a number one. Because we always talk about like the reason why I pick wings over Nicole Jokic, Joe Embiid all the time because this is a wings league. Like you're more likely to win a championship when your guy is a wing compared to your best player being a center. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves kind of like made some moves this offseason for Anthony Edwards because they realized that, yo, Anthony Edwards has to be the guy to take us to the where we want to be other than Carl Anthony Towns. So Yeah, and I, and I, and to be clear too, I think if we, if we both are agreeing that Anthony has to be the guy, he has to be the number one option. That doesn't mean that Cat has to fall off, right? Like this isn't a situation yeah. like, all right, you know, we're going to give the ball to, you know, to Amp more. That means Cat's do less. I still think that in order for them to win a championship, they both have to be playing um at a high level. I just think it has to be one and two as opposed to one yeah. ISM one eye is the other guy. Like, like, like. Let's be very clear. Like, this isn't um, a KD and Steph situation, right? Like, it, it's a very unique where it's like, okay, we 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 see the the potential of Anthony Edwards. Like, we see, and you mentioned it before, like how he could possibly be the the best shooting guard in the league. If we're seeing that at such a young age, I think as an organization, you got to sit here and say, okay, give him the keys and let's run. You know. Um, but yeah. I'm not mad at Cav for, especially too. Like I said, if you have him listed as a, a, a power forward, um, but who do you have rounding out your five? It was tough because I want to say, I want to say, Evan Mobley mm. for my fifth spot. But I, I'm going to give the edge to Pascal Siakam because I feel like Pascal Siakam, even if some people feel like he's not a true number one option on a playoff caliber team. It's just like, he's still kind of like in that role. He's kind of been, you know, somewhat successful in doing that. And he's a champion. And it's just kind of like, he plays both sides of the ball and he can get you 20 and seven a game, you know, sometimes as, as high as 25, depending on like, if he's right and he's fully healthy. So, and he's very unselfish. So I, I, I've got to give the edge to, to Pascal. I think people are sleeping on him. People are for, for kind of forgot like, yo, if he was in, a number two or number three option role like he was when they won the championship where he was kind of like, he could try to offense like Kawhi Leonard and then you had Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. Pascal was kind of like the second option, but sometimes he could be the third option. If he's in that type of role, like it gets serious for a lot of like teams that may need a player of his caliber. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Memphis Grizzlies because go get yeah. it done. Yeah, and you know, we always, you always talk too about, you know, team fit and team situations and some guys thrive in certain roles, right? Obviously, you know, everyone in the league is for the most part talented, but at the same time, some of them excel when they have certain responsibilities. And I think Pascal definitely showed that. But also too, I will say, I will give him credit is that he still um, was there, if you will, when Kawhi left. It wasn't like, okay, he was only good at his second or third role. Even when his responsibilities had to increase, he still you know, it was like, okay, there, there is, there's still evidence that he was still like that. Um, but you mentioned the name Evan Mobley too. And it's like, that one was, it's kind of tough for me too, listening to him as a power forward. I think it's because both guys, him and Kat, they're playing with someone else who's, who will be playing that center position, but I still consider them centers. I feel so like, like the, Jared I feel Allen like the, and Rudy, Rudy yeah. Gobert. But I feel like the, I feel like that's their natural position because like, if you look at what Crawford Towns does best and ain't, Having his back to the basket is stretching. Yeah, but I don't. Floor, yeah, but I don't like you know. That. So it's like Evan Mobley as well. Like Evan Mobley can do a lot of things. Like his, 
you know, he's a Chris Bosh disciple. What was Chris Bosh? Chris Bosh was a four. Chris Bosh can score right away. Chris Bosh can rebound. That's Evan Mobley. So that's why I feel like he's a four and not necessarily so truly a five. Like he can play the five. Like some of these guys right. we talk like Carl Anthony Towns can play the five and stuff like that if you don't have, have a four. But it's just like when you got a good five, it's just like they get to play their natural position. And a, a center I'm going to talk about when we go over the center's list, I feel the same way about him. But he doesn't have a four. I will wait till that that list comes. We talk yeah. about it. And it's funny that you mentioned uh, Chris Bosh. Shout out to Chris Bosh, too, because they had him playing the five sometimes in Miami. And Chris Bosh is not a five. Obviously, it worked. You know, they got, you know, the chips. But the guys that you mentioned, I do agree. You know, with Kat and Evan, they, you know, they can probably play both positions. Um, and it worked. But again, Chris, to me, is more of a natural straight up four. But again, yeah. obviously, when you're playing with LeBron James, everybody got to make adjustments. And again, it worked out. But... Um, so for my five, my, my fifth one, I'm going to go with another NBA champion. As a matter of fact, this player has won multiple NBA championships and that's Draymond Green. Um, I think Draymond Green still to this day is one of the more underappreciated players in the league. I know everyone nowadays loves scoring and putting the ball in the hoop, but it's tough to think that those Warriors teams could win a championship without the play, um, of Draymond Green. Um, I think when you kind of look at stat lines and for people that fall in love with analytics and all that shit, it's like, oh, well, Draymond Green isn't this. He's not that. Um, but if you take him away, right, you know, at the end of the day, Draymond really is uh, the heart and soul of that Warriors team. And I think if they're going to repeat, right, if they're going to get, or if he's going to get ring number five, he's going to have to play um, even more of a role, right? Because again, they still have that target on their back. Um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Draymond at five. Um, obviously one of the better defenders in this league. We saw, we done seen him put a lot of players in hell. Right? Everyone loved the Splash Bros and, and Jordan Poole and those guys that get flashy. But we done seen Draymond put a lot of your favorite bigs and perimeter players in hell. And that, again, doesn't get talked about because he's not shooting from 40 feet. But to be very clear, Draymond Green is an extremely important part um, of this Warriors roster, this upcoming team. So I got him at five. I got him at five. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. I mean, I think it's more of a respect thing and you know longevity thing. Right now, yeah, but yeah, but also too, it's it's, it's uh, mad. I think mad. some of it too is is the position. Like this position isn't as deep as the one position, you know. So yeah, yeah I'm not gonna lie. Some of it is a tip of the cap, but it's or not the two like position. Yeah, two, you know three, what I'm saying. Yeah, one, yeah. Honestly, literally in the position we just went over before this episode, but it's also not like you know. I'm like, oh shit, we got ten, we got ten power forwards. Let me just throw, you know, Draymond Green. A, no, I mean, know, I, I, thank I respect you. that. You know, also, he, when you when you play in games at the highest level, we get to see what you do at the highest level for a long period of time. That does help. Like, I love Evan Evan Mobley, but what, what game has he played that matter? <laughs> you right, know what I'm saying? Right, so it's right. just like you have to ask those questions when you start. Like, okay, we can't just base things on talent and skill set because if that's the case, then you know, I could have made a. You can make a case that, like, you know, Zion Wilson could have been as high as number two, honestly, or Edmund Mobley could be top four. So it's just like, it depends on, like, what we're talking about. So I think playing important games definitely matter and your impact that you have on important games definitely, you know, deserves some credit when we talk about some of these lists. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, especially Zion, man, because Zion and AD, I'm not going to say that you don't know what you're getting, but like, Again, like when they play, yeah, what I'm, I'm saying though, I, I I mean like, you know, like when they're on the court, they're on the court. That part, I'm, I'm not, you know, yeah. confused. I'm just saying, are they playing 70 games? Or are they playing 40? 
That's what I mean. So, yeah. but we you know we'll see. Um, so name your uh, 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 drop your top five again. Power forwards. Uh, top five power forwards heading to the 22-23 NBA season. My first one was Giannis Antetokounmpo, Anthony Davis number two, Zion Williamson number three. My number four was Carl Anthony Towns. Number five was Pascal Siakam. Okay, good list, solid list. Um, so my top five power fours heading into 2023 season. I have number one, Giannis. Number two, Anthony Davis. All right, number three, Zion. Number four, Pascal. And last but not least, at number five, I got Draymond Green. That's a solid list to me. Solid, solid list. I think, um, you know, definitely, it, it'll be interesting to see if AD can, um, you know, make the gap a little, I'll say, smaller between him and uh, Giannis, as well as Zion, if, if he can make um, the gap smaller between him and uh, Anthony Davis. But those three, you know, after that, yeah, gets, better, better, you know. better hope so for your Lakers' sake. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, agendas have to get pushed. Um, but yeah, yeah, make sure you subscribe to, to No Pump Fakes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Again, make sure you subscribe to No Pump Fakes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. And just like that, y'all, we gone. Peace.